Hello, everybody. Hey, y'all. I'm Mary Jo Ryder. Welcome to this moment with MMJ. And I'm Mike, and I welcome you as well. Thank and you for joining us again. We sure are appreciative. Yes, and we'll 100%. just share again how much we are appreciating you. And if you have a question or a comment, we'd love to hear it. And some um, we are planning to do a podcast where we're answering some questions. So add to those questions mm -hmm. and put in one of your own so that we can dive into that. Amen. So last time we were going to take a dive into Matthew chapter 10 in our deep dive in Isaiah 53 which we hope you have really enjoyed it. I know we've enjoyed, I've enjoyed looking at it and we've enjoyed talking about it. It's just, it's just precious. So uh, in light of the healing testimony that Mary Jo had on her last, on our last episode, okay, we're going to go into Matthew chapter 10 and we're going to deal with some of the individuals that Jesus, Jesus was talking about here. Okay. Um, going back to the Dake notes in Isaiah 53, God has made covenants to heal the body as well as to save the soul. Uh, promises and prophecies were made also to this end. And God sent Jesus Christ to fulfill these and demonstrate the provisions for man by healing the body and saving the soul, according to Matthew 8, uh, Matthew 9, John 10, Acts 10. Christ sent the early disciples out to carry on such work. And there are several places in Scripture where we see that. And we are actually one of them because at the end of... Uh, Mark 16, we're going to go there also. But uh, he talks to all of us and says, you go heal the sick. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Matthew chapter 10, I'm going to read this here out of the Amplified, and then we're going to take a look at it. And Jesus summoned to him his 12 disciples and gave them power and authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure all kinds of disease and all kinds of weakness and infirmity. Now, these are the names of the 12 apostles, special messengers. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, Peter's brother, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Nathaniel, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Judas, who was not Iscariot, Simon, the Canaanian, and Judas Iscariot. Think about that for just a minute. Jesus gave them power to drive out sickness and disease mm -hmm. and to cast out devils. And one of them was Judas Iscariot. I believe Judas had to make a choice on what he did. Mm -hmm. He had to make a choice on what he submitted to. I think that's, you know, I mean, that's really what the word says, is mm -hmm. that God created us as people, mm -hmm. as humans, that we could make a choice. Mm -hmm. And I just think that's one of your, that's one of the things that you should be protecting is that you do have the right to make choices. Mm -hmm. And so be, you know, just be aware of that, that you want to protect the right to make a choice. God, God gave us choices. Mm -hmm. In fact, he said, you know, choose life. And right. so that's a, that's a good place to go. It is. It's a great place to go. So what um, Jesus further, he goes on, after he, um, after the Bible says, after uh, Matthew, think about this. Matthew, the tax collector, was the one that wrote this gospel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, this is I think fun, Jesus picked guys. disciples from all the walks. He did. You know, and he didn't, you know, he, he picked. He did. You know, he picked a, 
you know, so that you could have, I think so that you could get more involved because mm-hmm. there's all of us have different, different callings on our life right. and what we're involved in. And right. it's just good to know that Jesus involved a lot of different mm-hmm. walks so that you could say, you know, I'm kind of like that person or I'm kind of right. like that person right. or I work with my hands or uh-huh. I, you know, do this or that. Right. He had fishermen. Mm-hmm. Peter was a fisherman. Right. Matthew was a tax collector. Judas became a thief. I don't know if he was at the time or not. Judas Iscariot. It's just think about that. That's just kind of a like. Mary not that you want to identify with being a thief. Just I know. Don't go know. there. <laughs> don't go there. But just basically giving us an idea that you don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to be one that's called in the ministry because here's the thing. The day you get born again, you're called into the ministry. You go and you make disciples. Okay. Why don't you go to the end of, um, it's the end of. Uh, yep, it's the end of Mark. I'm going to go yeah. there here in just a minute. But he gave us all a charge. And this is what he said, Matthew 10, verse 8. Uh, let's go back to 7. And as you go preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out devils, freely without pay you have received, freely without charge give. God, Jesus paid the price for us to be able to do this. Amen. And he gave it to us. So think about that. People from all kinds of different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he gave them all the same charge. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils, cleanse lepers. Yeah, I love the way Bill Johnson talked about that. It was a while back. I couldn't tell you what teaching it was, but just what he said was very impactful about people that would come up to him saying, you know what, I don't know what I'm called to do. And he said, well, I can tell you what you're called to do. And he said, oh, really? Yeah, here, turn to John chapter 10 and read verse 8. And he says, uh, cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out devils. That's your call. And whatever uh, else you do. Okay. Well, what if I feel that God wants me to to be a truck driver? And he says, go, be a truck driver. Do great at it. And then heal the sick, cast out devils, raise the dead, and cleanse lepers. So it doesn't matter what we do on the outside. Jesus gave us all the same charge. It is to go and to heal the sick and to cast out devils and cleanse lepers. I'm going to go to Mark 16. Yeah, and because we're going to take a look at that. That basically cements. Disciples. Yeah, that basically throws concrete around this whole thing and cements it. And I'm going to pick it up in verse 14. Afterwards, he appeared to the eleven apostles themselves. You've got to remember, Judas Judas wasn't with them anymore. Uh, as they reclined at table, so they're sitting down eating, right? They're sitting down at table, and Jesus shows up, <laughs> and he reproved and reproached them for their unbelief, their lack of faith, and their hardness of heart, because they had refused to believe those who had seen him and looked at him attentively after he has risen after he had risen from the dead. Verse 15. And then he said to them, go into all the world and preach and publish openly the good news, the gospel to every creature of the whole human race. He who believes, who adheres to and trusts in and relies on the gospel and him whom it sets forth and is baptized will be saved from the penalty of eternal death. But he who does not believe, who does not adhere to, trust in and rely on the gospel and him whom it sets forth will be condemned. And, verse 17, and these attesting signs will accompany those who believe in my name. 
They will drive out devils. They will speak in new languages. They will pick up serpents, and even if they drink anything deadly, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was taken up into heaven, and he sat down at the right hand of God, according to Psalm 110, verse 1. And here's the key, huge key. And they went out and preached everywhere, while the Lord kept working with them and confirming the message by the attesting signs and miracles that closely accompanied it. What was it? The preaching of the word. Mm-hmm. And them going out yes. and speaking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if somebody would come to us, you know, going back to Isaiah 53, when... You know, a lot of times what I'll do is somebody comes up to me and says, you know what? I don't feel good. What will we do? We'll quote, we'll quote the word. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 53, 5, Matthew 8, 17, 1 Peter 2, 24. If you look at the context of all those, that's the same thing. By his stripes, we are healed. Okay. Psalm 107, 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from all their destructions. Psalm 103, 3. Bless the Lord, O my soul, who forgives all your iniquities and heals all your diseases. Show in the word where God heals and Mm -hmm. God sent the price in the form of Jesus Christ for our healing. And we and we also, you know, we'll we'll pray with people. We'll lay our hands on them like the word says. Mm -hmm. And said believers lay hands on the sick and that they are healed. And we are you know, we are seeing healings. We're believing for much, much more. And I, I believe as we come into this, this next, I'm just going to say this, this, this next era, you might say mm-hmm. that I, th- I think we're going to see a lot more of the signs and wonders of God, because I think people are going to, mm-hmm. there's going to be a hunger for God that's increasing, I believe. Right. Uh, James chapter 5, is there an among you sick? He should call in the church elders, the spiritual guides, and they should pray over him, anointing him with oil in the Lord's name. And the prayer that is of faith, and the prayer that is of faith, will save him who is sick. And faith comes by, by hearing. So hearing that's one of the... by the, the word of God. Hearing by the word of God. Yes. And so that's one of the things that that we're doing right now is that mm-hmm. we're speaking and you're hearing the Bible, you're hearing the word. Mm-hmm. And our goal is for your faith to start to be built up and to have an expectation that God sent his word and healed you yes, or healed your neighbor, healed somebody that's in your sphere that you can share with, that there's a healer available and we need to be reaching into Reach mm-hmm. into Jesus, mm-hmm. into that realm, that spiritual realm, and then bringing that into the natural realm and right. walking it out. I don't have anything against doctors at all. Zero. Zip. Mm. None. Okay. I believe that I believe that doctors, okay, when you find yourself a good doctor who sincerely with their heart wants to help you, mm-hmm. you have found a good thing. Okay, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. However, comma. Let's go to the story of the woman with the issue of blood. Okay, she had gone to all kinds of physicians for 12 years, and they could not help her. I believe that's because they were trying to help her in their own strength. So here's the thing on that. Yes, if you feel you have to, if your faith is at that point, go to the doctor. Right. Okay. 
be, though, try to stretch to be like the woman with the issue of blood and touch the hem of his garment Mm -hmm. and have that faith that says, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I would be made whole. You got to understand about about this. She was unclean at that time in that society and that culture. Mm -hmm. She'd be killed. Yeah, they'd have stoned her. They'd have stoned her to death. I mean, immediately Just because she was out in public. She was out in public. She was unclean. She had this going on for 12 years. Mm-hmm. She finally got to the end of everything and said, Lord, you know what? I'm going to find Jesus. Yep. Okay. And she Because did. she'd heard. Yep. You know, that's she one heard. of the ways that, or that is the way that faith gets built, is that right. you hear and you hear the word. And she was hearing about Jesus. So mm-hmm. she was hearing the word. Mm-hmm. So that's what we want you to hear is the word. And she touched the hem of his garment. And Jesus turned around and said, who touched me? I love, I love listening to Jesse Duplantis every now and again, because just because he's funny, he's got a lot of energy. And he's talking th- about this passage of scripture. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Lord, what are you talking about? Somebody touched you. Can't you see the people thronging you? Because the Bible says there was a great crowd and they were thronging him. There was a press. I mean, people wanted to get to him. There's probably 40 people potentially oh, that were like right at touching she him. She pushed then, her way through there. Yeah. Bless God. She said, I ain't letting a throng stop me. I'm getting in there. I'm touching the hem of his garment. And he turned around and said, who touched me? Because he knew that somebody <sighs> had reached into oh. that anointing and faith Man. and believed for healing and received it. He knew that she had received he healing. So that's cool. He perceived that virtue had gone out of him. Somebody touched me with a touch of expectation that if I could just touch him, I would be healed. And we had a testimony. I think I've shared this on the podcast before of a pastor and his, his wife when we were out at Andrew's Minister's Conference. Yes. And she had was doubled over, hunched over, and everything was being viciously attacked with Parkinson's disease. And it was on a Thursday night. And... uh minister laid hands on her and she was totally healed the next day she didn't look as white as a ghost anymore she was standing up straight she was happy she was talking running around and all that kind of thing but she said this and it reminded me excuse me it reminded me so much of that woman with the issue of blood she said this when she was testifying she said i knew in my heart that if andrew prayed for me that i would be healed and that was how she went Mm -hmm and touched the hem of Jesus' garment. She put a demand on the anointing that was in the man of God mm-hmm. and said, you know what? <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes, hallelujah. That's good. It's good. <laughs> and so that's, you know, that's where we're at. We, we're sharing with fun, you guys. because we want this to. This is fun. I love it. Our faith will be built as we're sharing, and we are expecting your faith to be built as as you're hearing about Jesus and the healing that's available for each and every one of us. Amen. Uh, Going back to the notes on Isaiah 53.7, okay, what we just read in Mark 16, okay? Uh, Mark 16, verse 20. Think about this. God has declared that healing will accompany conversion if the gospel is taught properly and men receive and act on the truth. Mm. These signs shall follow those who believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. And they went, and they did. The Lord working with them, confirming the word with signs following. That is key, really, what Mike just said right there, is that when the word is taught properly and in its fullness and 
then you're going to be seeing the signs and the wonders and the miracles. Signs will follow. Signs will follow. Amen. Hey, we want to we want to thank you for sharing with us. Um, Y'all getting me wound up. Share the podcast, <laughs> and we have enjoyed sharing with you. And yes, and hallelujah. Like I said, make some comments. Get involved. We appreciate you. Amen. Have a great day.